What's good? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today to talk about why you shouldn't do psychedelic drugs, okay? I don't intend this to be a cool message or a fun message or anything like that. I know a lot of you guys want to have fun, but I want to, I want to give you some real talk today, okay? Why you shouldn't do this. I'm talking to someone who used to work in a psychiatric hospital. Yes, I was a security guard. Um, slash like help people settle in in my you know early 20s in a psych hospital um, in the ER I saw a ton of crazy stuff I also saw a ton of kids who came in off of bad trips from mushrooms or marijuana my mom's a psych nurse she said that a lot of a lot of um, her patients who had their first schizophrenic break came from literally just marijuana or mushrooms um, LSD or other things that that can that can trigger that and I'm also coming to you as someone who knows who knows a lot about addiction and and I'll tell you this um, all drugs you know all mind-altering drugs can lead to addiction okay and you need another addiction like you need a hole in your head a lot of guys, I see this on YouTube, I see this in, in blogs or whatever, they're talking about being a psychonaut. They are, you know, like sort of like a psychic explorer. The reality is those guys are drug addicts, okay? There is, there is, you are not on some type of special plane because you're doing a lot of DMT and ayahuasca and marijuana as opposed to alcohol or something, okay? And um, I'm saying this as someone who's a fan of, of Joe Rogan. Okay, Joe Rogan smokes weed, but he would do DMT and ayahuasca in, in you know, occasionally and in, in, in moderation. And for him, that's totally okay. That's totally okay for his programming. He's very functional. It seems like weed works well for him. But on average, I would I would tell guys to to avoid that stuff and avoid the guys who, who are talking about acid all the time and DMT and microdosing and, and you know, consistently doing this stuff and calling themselves psychonauts, they, they are drug addicts, okay? These guys are drug addicts. Um, and I'm telling you, someone who's been addicted to weed and, and, and cigarettes and, um, you know, and, and I love Fenibit and I love, I love mind-altering stuff, okay? But I know, the diff I know what it is, okay? And I, I would never be able to convince myself, well, oh, I'm just doing mushrooms every day because I'm a psychonaut, no. It's because I would be a drug addict if I'm doing that. Any type of consciousness altering stuff is is the same in terms of addiction. That's something you really need to understand. And um, there is some use to DMT or ayahuasca or mushrooms. I've taken mushrooms twice. Um, or I should say someone who isn't me has taken mushrooms twice. And the first trip was incredible. I saw myself as the consciousness as opposed to my body. I was just looking in the mirror. I saw myself as the consciousness for the first time ever. You know, it's something I'd read about for so long. I was watching a movie with my buddy. I was watching Indiana Jones and there was all these sequences about, you know, the old, I, I could tell that it, it was about God and, and passing through these different doors and it, and it just resonated with me on, on so many levels. You know, when he's in the, 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 underground crypt of doom or whatever it was. And I could, I, could, I got all the metaphors. I was talking with my buddy and, and we were just in simpatico. You know, I could understand what he was saying. I was starting to see how my thoughts influenced my reality. However, the second trip was the exact opposite of that. I, same buddy, 
and I ended up walking home from his house and it was this, it was at night and there was this long hill that I had to walk up to. And the hill, I felt, you know, but one foot tall, the hill was huge. I was scared that there was gonna be demons on the other side of the hill. I never saw anything. Um, I was too messed up to get a cab. So I took the subway home and there were these 18, 19 year old kids running up and down the subway. And every time they ran back, I thought I was gonna get stabbed. And I was like, I can't fight. Um, I can't edit, you know, these kids are gonna stab me. I'm not gonna be able to do anything. I'm, I'm helpless. And the subway ride felt like it was about four hours. The walk to the subway felt like it was, it was 10 minutes. I felt like it was about three hours. Subway ride felt like it was about four hours. It was the exact opposite of the, of the last trip. And then I woke up in the middle of the night with this insane gut rot and heartburn from the, the mushrooms, which again are a poison. These are a toxin. And, um, and it was terrible. And I, I, I decided I'm never going to do that again. Terrence McKenna, who was the mushroom god of the 60s, 70s, and had a really had started having bad trips in I think the 80s or 90s, and he made his whole living off of this, and had stopped doing them completely, but was hesitant to tell all the crowds, um, because he he made his living off of this. Okay, Timothy Leary in in all the LSD that he had, look at the research of of people who followed him in the 60s and 70s, and how many of them had um, mental problems as as a result. Pilots aren't allowed to, you're not allowed to become a pilot if you've taken LSD even once because they, they're afraid you might have um, a flashback in the air or under, under stress, okay? The, this, is, this is serious stuff and even weed messes people up, okay? I was a pothead when I was 19 and 20 and I started getting really, really paranoid. I never saw anything but I, you know, for a period of like three weeks, when I was walking home at night, I felt like I was being followed. I felt like people were following me and I felt like I could hear their footsteps. And I realized that this was really not good and I had to stop smoking weed. Um, even to this day, if I were to smoke weed, which I don't do, I would get paranoid because of, probably because of the amount that I smoked and it just, I don't know, rewired something in my brain, but I wouldn't enjoy it at all. Um, the same thing for my for my friends too. Um, my buddy who I smoked with in university now he can't smoke either. He gets he gets paranoid from it, and so there are serious um, consequences that come with with these psychedelic drugs. And and weed is a psychedelic drug, okay. And I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've se I've been in the hospital. I've I've been in the psych psychiatric hospital. And I've seen people that have come in messed up. I've seen um, you know the guys throw their whole lives away for weed, you know, become a pothead and, and not do anything else. And the reality is you need a really strong mind that's free of trauma to be able to experiment with these drugs as well as not have an addictive personality. Okay. If I like something, I want to do it all the time. I'm addicted to, I'm addicted to work. I'm addicted to exercise. I'm addicted to like everything that I like, I want to do all the time. And that's the reason why I never did cocaine or any of those harder drugs because I would probably want to do it again if it's really good. And that applies to these types of drugs as well, okay? It applies to DMT, it applies to ayahuasca, it applies to mushrooms, it applies to weed. Um, you need a strong mind, you need to be someone who's not an addict, you need to be free of trauma, which is something that you might not know. You might have some childhood trauma that, that 
you've repressed that might come up under these drugs. And um, you need to be someone who's who's not ad addictive. So like if you are mentally strong and you've got your life together and you know you don't have a history of addiction and you're free of trauma, experimenting with DMT or ayahuasca maybe once or twice in a year is something that I could see. Again, I'm not giving anybody permission to do that. Um, you know, that's something you have to clarify within yourself as a way to see a different scope of reality. Okay. If you've been studying non-duality like I have and, and, you know, religions and philosophies that, that, that can be, I've heard some people have had incredible experiences. I had the thing for mushroom that, that definitely changed my reality. Um, and, and, and that can be something to, to experiment with. Uh, Dorian Yates talks about this. He's a former bodybuilder on London Real and talks about how DMT and ayahuasca changed his life. But then he stopped doing it. You know, he did it occasionally, stopped doing it to see. He, he got the message from it and then, you know, went on with his life. That, to me, sounds reasonable. But, but the psychonaut who's just exploring, exploring, in quotes, all the time is a drug addict. And you have to be a mentally strong guy. You know, you have to know that you're mentally strong. You have to... Be free of like major traumas that might come up. Um, like I'll give you another example. That's that's another danger that people don't fully grasp is just meditation and meditation retreats. I was watching Tim Ferriss on the Rich Roll podcast talks about almost losing his mind at a ten day vipassana meditation retreat, which I was thinking about going to. There's one literally right up on that mountain there because I'm in Thailand. I was thinking about doing a ten day vipassana retreat. Just eating healthy vegetarian food all the time, meditating 10 hours a day. Well, Tim Ferriss, I don't know if there's many people who are mentally stronger than that dude or more focused. And he went through six or seven days and up came a very disturbing trauma from his childhood that he'd repressed. He doesn't talk about it in the podcast. He talked about being bullied before and that made him angry. But then this was something new and it sounded like it was worse and he wasn't even now he's he's not explaining to people what it is so something obviously horrible happened and resurfaced and he said that he felt like he was losing his mind and there was someone there who was really experienced who was able to talk him down but he he says in the podcast that he might not have come back to reality and this is a guy who's made a living off mental strength and, and all these performance strategies and that is like that's some serious stuff in my opinion. And that's just from like hardcore meditation. So you have to be really careful when you're exploring around these, these boundaries outside of reality. I've had some, some meditation sessions that I've done where I'm, I'm doing non-duality and I'm doing self-inquiry and I started to feel depersonalized. I started to feel like it is serious stuff, okay? I prefer, these days, I prefer prayer instead of meditation. I feel like I've gained enough insight. I have a decent amount of insight. But what I want is is that prayer, to me, is much safer. Meditation allows a lot of the negative thoughts in, uh, whereas prayer, you're focusing on love and a connection with God, and it's sort of, you know, protecting yourself and keeping those thoughts out. And I feel like that's something I need more than more insight with that can potentially be dangerous and scary. And so I'm saying that that's just from, from Tim's meditation experience, let alone um, 
you know, adding ayahuasca or DMT or, or weed into the event. It, it is serious stuff, okay? Um, so I would avoid, I would tell you, most of you guys, you shouldn't be doing psychedelic drugs. And, and really, if you're starting to experiment with that stuff, like Dorian Yates experimented after he built his bodybuilding career and then built a whole line of gyms and stuff. And he's like, okay, now let me self-actualize a bit more with this stuff. But I see a lot of guys who are 2021 doing this and it's like, yeah, okay. I felt amazing in that state of that first mushroom trip, but then I came back to reality. Okay. Unless you're taking those drugs consistently, you're not going to be able to stay in those states consistently. And it's like, okay, rent is due. You know, I need to be attractive to women. I need to make money. I need to do all these other things. So it's like, if you're going to do this stuff, I mean, do it in moderation, but do it after you've, after you've sort of built the foundation out for your life and you, and you've made your life sort of mentally, you made yourself mentally strong and do it like with a, with a professional around like a shaman or, you know, someone who's going to be able to guide you through it in moderation, you know, after you've already sort of built up your life. But if you're like 19, 20, 25, 26, Man, don't don't even mess around with these psychedelic drugs at all, dude. And and do not do not listen to these guys who call themselves psychonauts and who are you know going to lead you down that. Handle your 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 reality first, okay? Because like even if you are into the into the spirituality, like I am and like I've always been, there's no teacher, Jesus, Buddha, um, Ramakrishna, Ramana Maharshi, Nizargadatta Maharaj, and on and on. This the spiritual masters. None of them are telling you to take drugs. In fact, they're telling you to do the opposite. They're telling you to explore it with, with a sober mind. Okay, so do not kid yourself. Like, yes, you can have some type of a spiritual experience and see things that that that, that maybe you wouldn't have seen, but don't convince yourself that you're that you're on the spiritual path by by taking all these drugs. Like if you really want to be on the spiritual path and you want to do it hardcore, then you go to a a monastery and you, and you practice there and they're not telling you to tell take drugs either they're telling you to you know restrict your diet and and and, and focus and, and clear mind and all that stuff okay so this is not something to mess around with if you want to if you want to explore spiritual spirituality my my number one technique at this point would be would be prayer and and um trying to reach out to your higher power with a sense of love and connection um, that's to me is the safest one. And it's also the one that makes you feel the best. I've done a million insight meditations and I, half the time I would, I would come out of it feeling worse. And I might have some insight when you, when you come out of a, a good prayer session, you almost always feel better. And, and that would be my recommendation. So in summary, I would, if you're a young guy, I would stay away from psychedelic drugs completely. If you do want to experiment, build up your life first. And then, you know, occasionally maybe once or twice a year, do a DMT or an ayahuasca with with a professional there, um, but I would I would avoid weed altogether. I would avoid um, mushrooms and even the DMT ayahuasca. I'm not sure that I would ever I would do those things because you know an, an LSD would be a no. Um, just because it's it's to me the risk to reward is 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 dangerous. I, I might consider it, but I mean again. Get your life together first. Get yourself firing in all, all cylinders before you start even thinking about that stuff. And then only if you're mentally strong, you don't have trauma in your history and, and you don't have um, an addictive personality and you're going to do it maybe once or twice or three times as a type of exploration. So, you know, in, in hindsight, my advice on, on, on 
psychedelic drugs and actually on all drugs is, is, is conservative advice. And that's something that I've learned through my own life experience as well as watching other people's life, life experience in, in the psych hospitals and, what, and watching what we did to some of my friends. Um, so that's just my take, all right? Uh, be careful, take care of yourself. You only get, you know, you, you've got one life and, um, you know, be smart about it. So much love to you. Hope you found this useful. Let me know what you think in the comment section below.